Hello folks and welcome to the Grand Fury Rangers podcast, calling here from live from Niagara's press room, giving you the post-match reaction from the Rangers women's game, Rangers 1, Celtic 1. Um, in all honesty, quite a good point after how the game went, um, Rangers really not the free form best at all. Um, the, the Rangers side lined up with uh, Jennifer from goals, the back three of Kathy Hill, Tess Medaga and Nicola Doherty, uh, Brogan Hay and Lizzie Arnott starting on the wing, uh, midfield three of Cromit, McLaughlin and Rachel Rowe just in front of him, and then Jane Wilson, Rio Hardy up front. So how did the game pan out? Well, um, Rangers, if I'm being fair, the um, first 10-15 minute, they were just so aggressive in the press, um, they moved the ball so quickly, they, they just spent that full first 10-15 minutes in Celtics, Celtics half, they really did give them a, give them a moment's peace, um, I've got a really good chance, it's the first one in the second minute, um, a brilliant ball in favour of the right, uh, and Jane Ross who has a lovely take down with her chest and the ball is at first time just passed um, and then another couple of half chances from Jane Ross was really lively in that first half uh, first 10-15 minutes even um, forcing saves from the Celtic keeper, forcing corners um, but we just couldn't quite um, just couldn't quite capitalise on on all that possession and all those chances. Um, it sounds silly to say when Rangers take, regularly take seven, eight, nine goals off teams, but this is something that does creep into their game. They're not clinical enough. Um, not even just with their chances, um, just their decision making. Um, I mean, one, I don't know if anybody who watched the game, um, you would have seen Brogan Hay pick up uh, a loose ball when um, Shen, uh, the Celtic midfielder, slipped. And, you know, at that point, Rangers are three on two. Um, but it's just, you know, the hesitation as well. So between finishing and just the the decisive moments um, we weren't quite clinical enough and then what we've seen in the last couple of weeks um, also Rangers drawing up each to Partick Thistle and then uh, beating Hearts 1-0 uh, narrowly 1-0 um, you know we've seen the same thing here where when they don't take advantage of being dominant, um, the press eventually wears off. You can't press like that for 90 minutes. Another team come into the game and Celtic are quality side. And you know, the the more the the first half went on, the more Celtic were starting to get a bit more comfortable in the ball, spraying a bit about a bit and making Rangers chase. Um, so going to half time, Rangers probably disappointed not to be in front and were just really looking to. Again, that was clinical. We just need to be clinical in the second half. Um, the whole game plan goes to absolute shit um, within the first minute of the second half. Um, Celtic kick off, play to the full back, and then a long ball, um, long ball down the right. Nicola Doherty misses it. Tess Medag fails to deal with it. Um, the Celtic striker gets past Tess, and then Cathy Hills left to make a decision either stay with our striker, Natasha Flint, or go to the ball. Some people around me saying that Cathy didn't need to go. I think she, she had to make the decision, commit either way. Um, she committed, and you know, it was just a it was a cutback for Natasha Flint, who was left unmarked, and she tapped it in. Um, from that point onwards, Rangers did really start to become wasteful with the ball. Really, it's really unlike them. And 
you know, Celtic had a good couple of chances. Um, and again, we were, the Hill kept on getting caught, going for balls that she had no chance of getting, um, caught, caught under it. Um, between McLaughlin and, um, and Tess Nadag and Chelsea Corner, quite sloppy um, when we had the ball. Basic passes, we weren't completely in Celtic, but Chelsea, Celtic, sorry, Celtic were, were just latching on to it. And we were probably lucky at that point um, around 65 70 minutes not to be 2 3 nil down with the way they were playing made a cut of subs um was he was he went off for uh, Mia McCauley and real hardy went off for sarah ewins um and and at that point um some wife did come back into the, the game uh, Mia McCauley scored with her first touch. Rachel Rowe, fantastic better place. Better place, sorry. She picks up the ball and uh, drives towards the centre halves. Um Mia McCauley is with ready to run in behind them. Perfectly placed pass for Rachel Rowe. Mia McCauley scores with a right for the first touch. Um, after this recording you will hear Mia McCauley. She's only seventeen scoring the, the equaliser at Ibrox. She's absolutely delighted. Um, it was nice to see her in the first press conference. Uh, so you'll get to hear her and Joel after this game, but you know that that brought back that brought Rangers back into life. That goal, um, Sarah Younes, I think she she did help her attack. Um, we we did struggle to move the ball from middle to front throughout the game, but Sarah Younes gave us a bit of a target. Um, you know, I think she is like a bit of a target player. Despite her frame, she is really physical. She's really holding the ball up. She can put her weight about, and that really gave some. That helped Rangers push Celtic back. Um, about push the back line back. Um, another couple of chances, half chances, um, happened here and there throughout the game, but nothing to, you know, nothing to clear cut. Um, Joe Potter says afterwards that she's probably happy with the point and um, given how they were playing us and about the lack of goals, the lack of firepower and she's put that down to the tough opposition but she did also mention the squads and the bare bones. I mean I can count Kirsty Howitt, Rachel May, Rachel McLaughlin, Kirsty McLean, Libby Barnes, all arguably you know, first team, first 11 starters, um, big, big players for this season, all out. Um, so hopefully some injuries start coming back over the next few weeks. Um, it leaves us with, so drawing one each with Celtic, it does leave us with four points um, of a gap. So um, Celtic and Glasgow City um, on 53 points, Rangers on 57. Um, I think it will come down to the games between Rangers, Celtic and Glasgow City. Uh, we still have to play both of those teams twice. Um, but also Joe, Joe Potter did say that you can't take every other game for granted. Um, you can't just turn up on the, the big games against the big opposition. So... No, but all in all, considering um, how poor Rangers were at times, staying four points top of the league, happy with that. Um, so you can hear um, Joe Potter and Mayor McCauley speak to myself and the rest of the press after this recording. And I'll be back on with you tonight on the live stream as we talk about our lovely weekend for the men's team. Thanks for listening, folks. Take care. Hi, Alison. Stevie, can start with you, please? Hi, Joe. What's your thoughts on the game today? It's tough immediately after, especially when I thought we could have nicked it at the end there. So I was just saying on the walk over here that, you know, I think if you, you take a step back, we're probably happy with the point with how the game rolled out. 
Um, you know, Jenna's made a massive save before that to keep us in the game. Um, so if we hadn't have had that chance at the end, you're going, oh, we take a point here. Um, but when an opportunity arises at the other end um, and you feel like, you know, we was this close to, to nicking all three points, you're a little bit disappointed. But I think overall, we, we definitely take that point and, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to keep that four points gap at the top. With the injuries being what they are, yeah. it makes it extremely difficult for the squad. Thought Liv today, on who's standing in the middle, quite rightly, clear the match. Yeah. Is she starting to show why you made that move to bring her in? 100%. I think you're starting to see the Liv that I, I probably told everybody when she first came in, she can kind of do everything. You know, I thought she did a great job on Tash Flint today, you know, in front, behind the ball, keeping a calm head, keeping a, a moment for us to, to find a pass. Um, her and Chelsea covered every blade of grass in there. You know, I thought they were brave. They, they managed to come and take ball under pressure, um, keep us ticking over and also just get up the other end and, and you know, put some pressure on, on the opponents because they, they had an overload in there today, so it was tough for us, especially when we're asking our attacking players to go and try and create something. They've got a, a big job to do in there and especially with the injuries that we've got missing. You see when, when Kirsty McLean isn't playing, like that, she's been a huge part of how we play for so, such a long time now. Um, and for Liv to come in and, and you know, like duck, duck to water and, and help us along the way, it's been huge for us. It is. So, we've been that used to Rangers going five, six, seven, like consistently. Um, yeah. It's really unusual to see there's no head back in it. Um, more than one occasion, but that's the last three games. Yeah. The goal kind of dried up. What would you put that down to? I think it's tough opposition. You know, I think. Um, we went uh, away to Peter's Hill and it's a, it's a tough ground to go to. Um, you know, we still, we could have won that game easily, but we didn't. We're still creating the chances. Um, you know, our, these players, and I've got a thin squad at the moment, as we've just spoke about with the, with the injuries, I'd, you probably in a three-game week would have rotated the team a lot more should we have had more people available with us on the bench. But these players have had to probably play four games in, in two weeks now, you know. So I think asking the players to, to get through that that three-game week was big for us. Um, you know, we come through it unscathed. You know, everyone calls calls it a blip on Sunday, but you know, we we still didn't lose that game. Um, and for the squad to come through it how they have and and show the fitness levels that we've done and all the hard work that they've put in up to now and the resilience that they've shown, they've, they've been outstanding these last two weeks. Just, just going to say, do you think the title will come down again to the games between yourselves and Celtic Glasgow City comes down to the top three? I think so. Um, you know, these are games that they're always tight and I think it's the team that manages to come out more often than not. But you can see like your games against Partick that can come into play as well. You know, Celtic drop points at, at Hearts, that these other teams are not just there to make up the numbers. They have a they have a say on this who's gonna win the league. Um and I say to my players week in, week out, you know, we can't just live for the, the Celtic and the City games. We've got to make sure that we're doing it week in, week out. And we have done. We've been absolutely excellent at that. Um, you know, and we just come up against a tough Partick team last week that managed to, to set out a good game plan. And on a different day, you know, we could have won that game, but to still come away and sit at this point, four points clear, I'm definitely more than happy. Last one, Ali. Is that point when we're trying to grow the game and bring in bigger attendances for the SWP? I mean, you see 60,000 at the Emirates yep. yesterday. Is it frustrating for you that we can't come to a situation where we can accommodate? Yeah, it's difficult. You know, I, I I can't comment too much on it because it's it's beyond me. It's well out of my control. 
you know, the biggest thing for me is I didn't want it to affect my players and the performance on the pitch and, and how we started that game. And, you know, I thought the players dealt with it excellently. You know, we're, we're as professional as we can be. Um, so we try not to let any outside noise get into into our change room and into our players. So, you know, things that are out of my control, I, I try not to spend too much time. OK. Fair away, guys. Whenever you're ready. Mia, congratulations on your goal. First yeah. touch, I think, uh, yeah, I first believe. Touch, yeah. Congratulations. How did that feel? Yeah, I was buzzing. Um, obviously came on, hadn't even had a touch yet and just came through and I seen my name in the headlights and I went on first touch and scored. And to, for that to be your first touch, it's not an easy finish, the goalkeeper's coming out, you've got to handle that in. How much sort of pleasure do you take out of that because that's all your training, everything that you've worked on, to have that one moment and to take it in front of this crowd? Yeah, um, I quite like that finish, uh, coming in off the left and uh, wrapping it around with my right foot um, and yeah it was obviously great to score at Ibrooks because I was a Rangers fan so it was great and it was a great crowd as well. Yeah, Mia, what, was, what was the message from the manager when you came on? Obviously I don't think you were saying score in the first 30 seconds or whatever but what was the message to you? Yeah Joe just said uh, just do what I've been doing in recent games, uh, take the player on and she was like it was a great occasion for me to come on and play in front of a great crowd so that's really what the message was. Yeah, um, it felt amazing. Obviously, I wasn't worried about anything else. I just wanted to get the ball, get back up um, in our own half and try to get a second, but we haven't done that, but it's okay. Feels we've done enough to win it? I think we had a few chances to win it, but that's how football goes. Uh, goes sorry. Um, I think one day we could have scored in chances, but today just wasn't our day. But I think we've done well considering we've came back from 1-0 down. You're still four points, clearly yeah, I think that's great considering how far we are into the season going into the split soon. So I think we've done really well to stay unbeaten. It's been a big breakthrough the season for you, please, Mia. Um, contribution of how things have progressed Yeah, um, I've also came in as a young player not expecting as much minutes. But through injuries, I've got the chance and I've been really happy with how I've been playing. So I hope to carry that on until the end of the season. Last one. Quite a mix um, in the squad between young players like how, how do you find the mix of the players you can work up to and learn off it? Yeah, I think it's a really good mix of players that there is. I think you look at Jane Ross and she's so experienced, so I think when she talks I'll do listen to her because I know that what she says is true. So I think it is a really good mix and all the girls are really good with me. They've settled me into the team really good. So yeah. Are you looking to break the Scotland settlement moving forward? What, sorry? Are you all getting a break at the Scotland set-up moving forward? Well, I'm in the 19s now, so I yeah. hope to carry that on, but right now my focus is with 19s. OK, guys, that's us. Thank you very much. Are you still 17? Yeah, 17. Guys, empty as well.